0: thanks for tuning into americana music profiles the next episode starts right now
2: you are tuned in to another edition of americana music profiles brought to you by americana rhythm music magazine and americana music magazine.com i'm your host greg tutwiler let's jump right in to the next exciting interview Born in San Antonio, Texas, Jeremy Parsons grew up soaking in the sounds of Texas music. He discovered his passion for music in his teen years in high school, taught himself to play guitar, and began to write and perform music. After spending some time in Nashville, he's back in Texas with a new single, Tickin'. Jeremy's my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Jeremy, hi, thanks for joining us on the podcast.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back.
2: Yeah, man. Good to have you back. It's been uh maybe a year and a half or so uh since we do,
1: Yeah, it's, it's a weird year and a half, so it's hard to hard to remember exactly. Right. Yeah, it's been a,
2: it's been a weird uh several years and a half. It feels like we're in a different yeah, it universe, makes, man.
1: It feels like a solid decade. That's right. Least. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're on the road to Mars or something. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm.
2: Uh, On the way back. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, so I believe uh when we when we got together last time you were in Texas, had just come back from Nashville. Is that still the case?
1: Uh yeah, I am uh I'm uh still in Texas. I'm I'm down here uh I think I'm I'm back to being a full time Texan at this point, which is is uh my my timing couldn't have been better. Right. Uh as far as as far as uh, making the best out of the worst, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm down in, I'm living back in San Antonio full time, playing all over the state. Uh, I've even uh, gone out of state again, uh, Reese. I was back in Nashville uh, this past uh, March or April, I believe it was. Stopped in Nashville, did North Carolina and Virginia as well.
2: Uh, on tour. Yeah, 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 just
1: went, went went got back out and saw everybody that I hadn't seen, and uh, like we said, feels like forever. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's been great. I, I'm back back down here. I, I put out a that uh, last time we talked. I, I think I just released my my Thanks to Come record, mm-hmm. my my third project, and uh, started working on some new, really really interesting stuff during the uh, the. Uh, during the 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 really really uh um, unknown a part of the pandemic um like pre, pre-vaccine and all that stuff where right you're like oh is this gonna be you know 12 years or 12 months you right know? right yeah uh so uh my buddy moved back from california we moved him from la to longview and uh uh which is over in uh uh, East Texas, mm-hmm. uh, closer to like Louisiana, and and he, when we were moving, he was like, "Hey man, do you want to just like dabble around?" Because he's a he's a producer. He's worked on like a, a lot of everything, like some Americana stuff. He 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 engineered my second record. Oh, cool. And then and then uh the things I need to say record, and then uh he went out to L.A. and, and worked on everything from like rock to hip hop to um music for movies and in all sorts of stuff so uh but we just started messing around with some stuff and and it was it was weird but it worked Hmm. you know it's one Mm -hmm. of those things when Mm -hmm. you're like you're like man we 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 don't really necessarily mix stylistically but like something about this really seems to to work Hmm. uh and, and you know, I think when stuff like that happens, you you got to pay attention, especially yeah. if you're really doing it from the artistic standpoint.
2: Right, right.
1: You know, it's like one of those deals. It's like, man, why does this work? It's so cool. It's like, you know, it could you could put it out and it could flop. But, like, you know, it's, if you're putting something out because, like, you want it to be the biggest thing you've ever done in your entire life, I think it's just about, like, do I want to keep creating unique stuff that I'm myself am excited and fascinated by it uh-huh. and that that's definitely what we got here so i i just i just put that out uh october 28th halloween weekend
2: oh wow so it's real uh, fresh yeah
1: oh oh yeah it, it is extremely fresh and it's uh and i i think that's probably the best way i can describe the sound it's been it's been interesting because you know, these days you kind of lean more more toward like back back in the day. I think the the labels were like the gatekeepers, you know. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, but but these days, I would say it, it's more like the playlisters. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. you're trying to find like you're trying to find a home for your track. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, I gotta say, man, this one this one has been kind of fun and frustrating because it's <laughs> like I. I personally I personally don't know where it goes like really? I, I myself like you know have a voice for country americana like alt country you know that type yeah. of stuff texas yeah. country uh but my buddy's production puts it somewhere like it's almost got this like industrial vibe to really? it, which apparently okay. yeah w- which apparently drives it towards like neo folk but like I keep asking the guys like hey man you know if this doesn't fit you <laughs> fit on your playlist where do you think it goes and a lot of them are like go here go here i had some dude uh say the other day he was like try psychedelic americana and i was like is that even a thing right
2: that's a new one on me <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was like psychedelic americana why have i never heard of this? right uh, uh but yeah it's been fun man i think that's like one of the like the cool hurdles of doing this like full time it's like it's, it's exciting when you have something new and exciting. Yeah. Like it's, cause yeah. it, you know, it, it's, it, it's groundbreaking for yourself, but it's also just like, you know, I, I've never encountered this, this specific type of problem and I never, <laughs> never <laughs> thought I would. So I got to say, like, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the process.
2: Well, one of the advantages of, I guess, the breakup of the big labels is it gives the artist, uh, a whole lot more room to be creative, uh, than than you ever had in the past because you were writing for the label's idea of what's hot and and who was making it hot and not you know that's another whole story but uh, you know if you turn on the radio that's what you want to sound like and and you have to go out and produce something that sounds like that and hope that the label finds it interesting enough And, and now you don't have to do that you can you can get together and come up with something that sounds like something that's never been out there before and uh, and and really get to uh push the limits of creativity so that's that's cool yeah,
1: yeah exactly that's why that's why, that's what i love it because it's like you know if you if you if you got into this you know because i've been doing this like close to 15 years professionally now mm-hmm. and i've just like learned so much and like kind of evolved as i've gone and stuff but but like this is like it's it's always been about like you know, I, I'm not guiding the music in a certain sense. I think, in a lot of ways, it's been guiding me. Yeah, that's like, a good point. It, it tell, it tells me where to go. It it tells me what I want to make, like the song to write, like because the way that like this stuff happened was was too natural to deny that mm-hmm. it was like the next thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when you just get that feeling.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And and usually you don't get a a lot of good results in my in my. Um, practice if you if you deny that feeling it uh usually doesn't have really great uh there's usually some negative repercussions right <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that, whether it's step backwards or or whatever that looks like for you but yeah no it's it, it's really cool and it, it is interesting though like i said the the playlists have kind of taken over for the labels as far as being gatekeepers go i, I sent it to one guy and <laughs> And his message back was like, man, this is probably the most unique track I've ever heard. Huh. But he he was like, you're going to have trouble getting this on playlist because it's exactly what uh, why people got fed up with mainstream radio. There's like our job as playlisters is to literally, uh, a playlist is filled with like a hundred plus of basically the same song.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What was his
1: exact words to me? And I was like, that's that's interesting, man. It's like, you know, because it it feels like in an indie market, like what we're discussing without the labels, like removed from labels is uh, shouldn't we be trying to break down more of those walls? Yeah. Because, like, what are what are genres anymore? I mean, there's stuff that I don't even know what the heck it is. Yeah, you
2: know? <laughs> no, I know. I, I heard the term not that long ago called speed grass, which is a really intense form of, of bluegrass music. And uh, a, a traditional bluegrasser would go, what are you doing to my <laughs> banjo? You know, but...
1: Yeah. Which is pretty crazy because bluegrass is already pretty fast. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's interesting that that, that comment of you know a hundred songs of the hundred a hundred a hundred tunes of the same song. You know, it's almost like micro micro radio. It's, uh, um, but I, I yeah. Yeah, it is. I hope there's other spectrum. I hope there's the other side of the spectrum where, uh, you know, playlists are all over the place too, because it's uh, supposed to be eclectic. You know, it's one person's interpretation of fun music.
1: Absolutely, I I think it becomes like a lot of like everything did. Like you, you go back in the day, there was there was such a like good mix of music when it all started, but then it turns into a different. Like, what is it about now? Is it actually about the music, or is it about like? where we are in the charts or like how much money we're bringing in. Yeah, like
2: yeah.
1: It, it's, it becomes the focus and it all, it always has changed with that focus. So the playlisters are I'm, I'm sure what it is is they're like, Oh, my playlist is gaining popularity. I want to keep gaining popularity. Exactly. How yeah. do I do that? Like I a YouTube channel. Yeah.
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And it's a tough place to be in, but that's their, that's their one job. Like my job is to create, right? <laughs> So so, it's a you know it it will it will find its audience and its home and if it ends up being a cult thing too. That's like cool, man. But yeah, it's also very theatrical. And I've I've always wanted to try to like lean towards like getting stuff and like you know sync licensing and stuff. That's one thing I've never done. I feel like as I progress, I always have just the checklist of like, oh, what do I want to do next? Something that I've never done. Mm-hmm. Uh, like with the last project when I put it out, because it was like all the shows got canceled and everything. I was like, what do I, what's my focus? I was like, Oh, I'd like to see if I could get on a Spotify editorial playlist. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, and I did that. I got on the Texas, Texas country music one and, and it garnered me like, like five, 500,000 or, or 300,000 extra spins or something close to 400. Wow, maybe. But crazy. it was, yeah, it was, it was cool. And it, and like, I got to check that off the list. It was, it was basically applying myself fully to every single and trying to figure out like where i fit in this ever changing algorithm mm-hmm. and and it was, and luckily i had plenty of time you know what else was i going to do yeah um,
2: <laughs> well it has it to be fun, frustrating yeah. to as an artist to just when you think you figured out your niche the, the somebody dumps all the pieces off the playing board turns it over and reveals a new game You know, it's uh, like you said, you know, my job is just to create. But if you uh, if you don't know where those uh, pieces that you're creating plug in, it's it's hard. It's hard to keep creating something that is totally you.
1: Yeah. And I guess depending on when you ask me, I I can I can tend to be frustrated by that. But like like right now, you're catching me in a good mood and I'm kind of delighted (laughs) at the the journey. Chase, you know. Yeah. Yeah. so it's one of those things like you know it's it's either it's either half empty or half full with me and like you know some days i'm like like today i woke up and like four or five playlisters had added the song
2: yeah wow
1: so so it's one of those it's one of those deals and i was like i I love the track it's called ticking and it's it's important too and i think it's i think a lot of the stuff that i'm encountering is some people are kind of like the message is very much like, "Hey, the clock is ticking, your time is precious. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with it?" Mm-hmm. It's it's that old existential message where yeah. you know some pe- some days people wake up and I I introduce it when I play it live. I'm like, "Here's a good old existential crisis song for you," <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> which That's which cool. I myself wasn't really experiencing when I wrote it, but I was sitting in this bubble of like you know, like I said that it, I wrote it like around that same time that it was that we were really unsure of like what, you know, what was going to happen, how long it was going to take, like where we were going to all end up within our, 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 all our own separate industries. Um, but so I, you know, it's like, man, it's like, I enjoyed the time. I spent a lot of time with my dad, which, you know, you don't get that back. Right. So it's, you know, I, I, I utilized it. And like I said, I, I pitched the, I put out new music, you know, got on the, the editorial playlist and, you know did stuff that i wanted to focus on and i i set a focus and I, I followed through and um i think a lot of people they don't they want to avoid that question and that message sometimes until it's too late so yeah. being like presented with it very bluntly and w- with a track that kind of leans like like i said it's got this industrial like that neo-folk vibe that i was yeah. mentioning. And yeah. it, it, it gets kind of aggressive at a point, so depending on where your headspace is, it could it could probably make you, you know, uncomfortable in a certain sense. With like, oh, oh my God! I, like, I think I try not to think about this. Right. Well, <laughs> you I, know?
2: I would. I, I'm not a songwriter, but obviously a, a writer, and and I I would think that it would be the same for a songwriter. Is that you're you're hoping to evoke emotion in the listener or the reader? Uh, of the of the of the article listener of the song you you want them to feel happy or feel sad or feel excited or anxious you know it, it I, I would think it means that you uh, you've done your job as a songwriter if you can stir somebody up in some capacity. yeah I,
1: yeah no it's it's always the biggest compliment I, I was playing a show in uh outside new brothels I was actually opening up for core blunt oh, at a cool. place called uh yeah yeah really cool show uh he, he's fantastic. Uh, it, it, it was at Riley's Tavern out there uh, around San Marcos, New Braunfels area. And uh, a girl came up to me after my set. And she was actually, a, she had gone to, she had gone to Berkeley. She made sure to tell hmm. me that. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. I was like, is this about to be like a diss or a compliment? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't think we're on the same level of musicianship. Right. That's where you went. Uh, but, yeah, she came up and she was like discussing me all like my chord changes and the songs. And she was like, I was so moved. And I looked at her, I took her hand and I was like, did you cry?
2: <laughs> and
1: she goes, and she goes, I did cry a little bit. And I was like, Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your tears. Yeah. They make
2: me stronger. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. But yeah.
1: No, you, you do love to see that. You want to see like, you know, whether, you know, the heartstrings are like something being tugged at. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I the mean, listener
2: appreciates um, necessarily that the songwriter is after that. The, the real songwriter, the songwriter that's writing from the heart. Uh, from the soul is, is trying to make you laugh or cry or angry or, you know, it's like that, that, what well, did you cry? You know, it's like your, your song truly worked. If you made the listener cry, I don't think the, the audience listener uh, really understands that, that there's that motivation there.
1: No, no, there's not. No, no, I think a, a lot of people that you hear get like interviewed that are like really take songwriting seriously, you know, on a mainstream level, like, it's all about this like this chasing the hit sensation
2: yeah yeah right
1: but you know like what is that right. you know that's like being a professional athlete like you twist your ankle you're done yep. like you know it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah you know it's like what is a hit like yeah. if, if if a thousand people are like raving about your song and that's not a huge amount and you know you think no. about the vast population yeah, that's awesome yeah. if they've connected with it they, they they've made it about themselves like because that's why i was i told my buddy he was getting into songwriting he's like he's like like was sensitive about what what someone was critiquing about a song that he had played at like a writer's night and i was like dude listen the, the the as soon as you play a song out live and someone listens to it connects with it at any capacity it's 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 basically not your song anymore you've given it to the world wow interesting like it's like releasing an 18 year old it was like it's still your it's still your baby but like they're kind of in charge you know Uh
2: Uh (laughs) right yeah because you don't know who's going to share it and who's going to share it again and share it right yeah and talk about it yeah yeah Yeah.
1: well it's you also don't want to tell people they're wrong if they if they got something from it Mm -hmm. you know it's Mm -hmm. it's not for you like it's like you, you when people are like no i think bob dylan meant this and i was like Sometimes Bob Dylan didn't even know what Bob Dylan was talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. so, so it's like, you know, it's it's up for us. It's up to you. Or like the end of a movie when Christopher Nolan or Martin Scorsese, like, leaves you hanging or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, what do you think happened? I was like, that's the exciting part. Right, right. It, it, whatever you think happened is is whatever happened to you. And, and I, I love it. Yeah. You
2: know? Yeah, so is this uh, part of an upcoming album, or uh, is the album complete, or do you you're not sure where you're headed next?
1: It is so so. We actually have I have this all outlined out, and it is absolute madness because we had way too much time. (laughs) (laughs) Like they they gave us way too much time to create, and I am ever grateful for it. But yeah, it's just I can only say like it's going to be a lot of stuff. Cause okay. it's, it's it's basically three eps
2: oh wow that'll right.
1: be yeah that'll be coming out but like but hold on there's more but wait there's more yeah uh, <laughs> the uh, the third ep will be broken down into three parts
2: <laughs> yeah all at once or so, three parts one after the other
1: it's three parts one after the okay. other so well. so like basically what i what i decided to do was i uh, just brought forth like this massive catalog of songs that i had like been writing because, I, like I said, I had too much time, so I was experimenting and "Chicken" the new song is one of them. It's uh-huh. the leadoff single that will, will essentially be the life uh, EP, and there'll be two more singles that we have lined up for this one, and then uh, we'll go to the death EP, hmm. uh, which discusses uh, life. Discusses like uh, you know the concept of like this is life. What are you going to do with it? Right. So "Chicken" was obviously the best first foot forward on that and death will be like it's not it's not so much as like death in the you know definitive sense of like you know here's the grim reaper Uh say goodbye Uh but more of like you know all that you've kind of lost like we we had a lot of friends that went off the rails during the pandemic and there was a lot of a lot of things like as 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 musicians we lost a lot of people who inspired us like john prine died from covid like Right. We lost Justin Towns Earl during the, like during the thing like it was, it, it's a lot of like stuff like that in there, like the loss of the death of a friend uh-huh. who might still be living, you know, like dealing with the process of like my my buddy who produced this, Dustin Martin, he lost both of his grandparents um. and his girlfriend left them at the beginning of the pandemic. It uh. was just like a lot at once. yep. Um and then the, so the third project is called the In-Betweens. So, so we give ba- basically life and death are like both of the bookends. And then the, uh, the stuff in between the bookends will be the third project that will be broken down into three parts that at this point I have basically titled like meet the family, meet the friends, like, cause you know, it, it uh, one thing that, I love my last project a lot, but one thing I saw was like because I read all the reviews and the and the critique and everything, and mm-hmm. it's funny because I always try to go hyper personal but put it on a broad spectrum so like not every, like people don't feel excluded. They mm-hmm. hear the struggle, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or they hear like the love story that's unraveling or, or whatever, so they can apply it to themselves. Is what I try to do. It's like a fun writing exercise, but with this one, I, I, a lot of people in the reviews of that they were like we feel like we didn't get enough of Jeremy Parson's personal life.
2: Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) And I was like, I was like, okay, be careful what you wish. for. Right. Watch
2: out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because the in-betweens is bit like, I like, I, I like I'm adopted. My birth mother's in prison in Memphis. Like there's, there's some stories, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put him out there. You know, I, I think it's, you know, why not? And, uh, you know all this and and it's and it's just been fun like producing these songs like trying to find weird ways to like uh, like make noise sound like an instrument like there's one of the tracks uh on the death uh ep that it literally the percussion is us like throwing silverware down on the floor in a bucket and it sounds really cool (laughs) (laughs) that's cool yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really cool. fun and it's different and it's exciting and and I think I think that's you know it's always a good direction to go in. Like for, for me specifically, like yeah. to each their own. But right. like I, I love when someone can kind of nudge me outside of my comfort zone, and and in the process, like I end up like showing up in a snuggie on the other end, being completely comfortable with what we did because yeah. it's just like I I think that's the whole joy of, like I said, creating and being an artist. Like, right. we, we should be able to go outside of that comfort zone because I think we, we kind of expect that from other people as well. So sure. yeah. why would we not put that pressure on ourselves as yeah.
2: well? So the um, uh, the new song is uh, ticking and it's going to be part of this, this big project that we talked about. How can people... Uh, track with you and and what's the best way how do you like to communicate website where where's the best way to find you and keep keep tabs
1: so home base at uh, the easiest place to send everybody without you know over complicating it with at handles and stuff like that uh, you can go to jeremy okay i prefer instagram so if y'all find me there uh uh i it's just easier for me to get on and off of without witnessing all the drama. Yeah,
2: <laughs> awesome. I like pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, it's been great to catch up with you, and uh, man, it's just, I'm excited about the new song and and uh, the stuff you got going on, and uh, I certainly uh, hope it finds a big audience and clicks with the right people, and uh, that you have huge success with it, Jeremy. Thank you.
1: Man, we shall see. Either way, we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, that's good what, deal. That's, what, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. I appreciate you having me back on, and uh, it's always a pleasure, man. I look forward to catching up again next time.
2: Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com.